Welcome to the Front Porch Sitters. It's Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? Let's go. And Chris Martinez. I'm almost as happy to be here as Joey. <laughs> and we are Front Porch Sitters. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got a little excited. That's a great intro song right there. I love it. Love it, man. You can dream on. You can be whatever you want to be. Are you happy tonight? We're giving, what we're going to do? We're giving life advice on the front porch right now? I'm here for it. You see that degree up there? Psychology. That's why I'm here tonight. I'll be 100% <laughs> honest. Hey, I almost canceled and I was like, nah, Chris has a psychology degree. We're going to we're gonna go hang out on the front porch. Yeah, this is uh, therapeutic. Yeah, I'm excited about it. What but we got before, tonight, man? Well, before we get into anything, we might as well go ahead and talk about our sponsor, JW Weaponry. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, JWWeaponry.com is where you need to go if you want to see some things on the on the internet, on the web. Or uh, you can call him at 386-243-8587 and also get life advice from John Woodley. Great guy to get life advice from. Yeah. I've done that too. So, Yeah, and just know he's going to give it to you straight. No, he was he's not sugarcoating anything. So. <laughs> Ever. Right. Uh, also 5% if you want, if you're into that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, Saving five, money. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Forget the life advice. Go get the 5% off. It's uh, hunting season is right here. And it's time to, to get your stuff in order and get ready to roll. Yeah, I think um, maybe next week. I think I'm going to give out his personal cell phone. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, oh, yeah. So last <laughs> week I said some type of – I was going to do something for koozies, right? You said that last week, and I'm very interested in seeing what, what you had in mind because we didn't talk about this because we've sucked at communicating this week. Yeah. That's my fault. Sorry. Yeah, again, it is on you. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so basically because these bums can't get the picks right, and we have all these damn koozies. We did have one get the picks right last week. Well, we got to give him this koozie. Nice job, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan nailed it. Um, he was the only one, though. Yeah. And, well, Chad Hunter's done it like eight times. Yeah, but one guy doing it eight times. Yeah, it's not very good for the whole He doesn't group, want eight right? koozies. No, that's not how that works. That's why he got to come hang out so on the we front have porch. a bunch of koozies, right, to give away. Right. So what we're going to do is make it a bit easier. It just takes a little bit of effort. So quote the tweet where we actually dropped the podcast, like the SoundCloud leak. Quote that tweet. But then tag two people, friends, somebody you know. Hopefully they listen. Um, if you do that, what do you got? Does it have to be someone who listens or doesn't listen or does it matter? Just two people. It doesn't care who. I, I mean, I don't think we can – we can't make them know who listens and who doesn't. Well, that's true. But, I mean, like I know Clayton Steinrich listens and – Yeah, he can't tag Mitchell like Trey and – Lee and Mitchell. Yeah, yeah no, that doesn't right. work. Like, the, the point of this is to kind of grow the show. So if you know they listen, please don't tag them. Tag someone else. I'm sure you have more than two friends. If your name's something other than Chris and Joey, because all of our <laughs> friends are in the same room right now. Right. And in, in, in our ears, like with you guys, of right. course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So That's tag obvious. two people that preferably aren't listeners. We would greatly appreciate it. We'll make sure, you're, make sure you get your Yakuza. Um, so that's the – if you win the picks, you also get a Yakuza. So you may end up with two. Um, you're cool with that, right? They get two. They would earn it if they do both. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So make sure you at least get one. It's too easy this week. Um, but picks, right? Picks. What we got? Uh. Well, first game, I believe Bradford picked this one, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Shocker. I know. All right. I would have picked it if you didn't, though. I know. So we got Syracuse at Florida State. Florida State is minus 10. Yep. Uh, your pick was Auburn at LSU. LSU, excuse me, is minus 10 and a half. Uh, and then I picked Wisconsin at Ohio State. Ohio State is minus 14.5. So that is the three games. All three home teams are favored. And uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, the game one. Syracuse at Florida State. Bradford, it was your pick. You're way away from the mic right now, so I'm going to make your pick for you. He picks FSU, who is shocked. No one. Chris? Um, also should not be shocked. Florida State as well. And um, um, I'll make your pick for you, even though you're right there by the mic. Um, Joey also picked against Florida State. Um so he took Syracuse plus ten. We're gonna get into this a little later, but yeah, we, we won't even talk about. It. I'm not even talking. I'm not gonna say a word about it. Um, so next game is Auburn at LSU minus ten and a half. That is your pick, sir. Go for it. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm alone on this, believe it or not. But give me the Tigers. Um, wow, they'll those, cover. They're both Tigers. No, the other ones are War Eagles or whatever. Plainsmen. I don't know what they're called. Pick a mascot. They suck. That's what they're called. Pick a mascot. But give me give me LSU at home. Uh, minus ten and a half. I'm gonna go ahead and say this for the for the listeners, um, sitters. Brad cheated. I, I'm just gonna <laughs> he, be honest. He, he definitely did. he definitely he like we go into order and we when we pick these and we're, we decided to do them off air because it's it's way easier and way more smooth this way. Um, but we go in order. So I picked Auburn, and then like 13 minutes later, Brad's like, "No, I want to change my pick." No, like well, you can't do that. You can't do that. But we but allowed it. We allowed it because it's Brad. Yeah, you can't help it. 
<laughs> so me and Brad both have Auburn plus 10 and a half. And I, I personally just think that uh, Auburn coming off a bye, I, I think they're ready. I think they're going to be ready for LSU. I don't think – I mean, I don't think they have enough. I, I, I don't care how many games, how many buys they have. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't foresee that ending well. I was just going to tell you, I think because they have a bye, they'll do really good. So. <laughs> Expert analysis there. Hard-hitting fact there from the what – are, what are you tonight? You're a sitter. He's yeah. not even our producer because we actually have a real producer in here tonight. Okay, wow. I'm just kidding, man. Wow. But Tyler Rolf is joining us tonight, guys. Give him a round of applause. Um, the last game, what we got? Last Let's- game we have Wisconsin at Ohio State. Um, I have Wisconsin. I just think that uh, I think their, their their whole last two weeks have been dedicated to Ohio State, and it kind of uh, screwed them last week, obviously with with Illinois. Um, what kind but- of offense does Illinois run? A bad one, but it's, it's, it's no, it's an NFL style offense. Pro, yeah, it's Lovey Smith. I mean, I was he, asking. Yeah, he he runs. Oh, he he's runs, a great coach, though. He's he's solid. Oh, okay, he's solid. Okay, come on, man. Okay. Anyways, um, but I think they can slow it down enough with Taylor to, to keep it within fourteen and a half. Maybe, okay. maybe I'm hoping. They have a really good defense. Jim Leonard does a hell of a job on that side of the ball against um, traditional Big Ten. Offenses, right? It's not what they get to see on Saturday night. No, because Justin Fields is a freak show. Yeah, absolutely. So good luck. But yeah. his defenses are well coached. Kind of wish we would have hired him in um, Tallahassee when we when we had our chance. <laughs> we came up of uh, hundred grand shy. So, <laughs> so, so I'm I got, taking I'm I'll, taking Ohio State. Though. Yeah, I got Wisconsin plus fourteen and a half. Brad has Wisconsin plus fourteen and a half, and you have Ohio State minus fourteen and a half. Yep. So I got no chance to make up any ground on Brad this week. That's why they're all picking the same. That's why Brad is picking the same as Joey. He's trying to keep his what two game, Ooh, no. three. Three. Three, three, game lead. three game lead over Joey. Yeah. So, just to recap, we have Syracuse is at Florida State. Minus, uh, Florida State is minus ten at home. Auburn is at LSU. LSU is minus ten and a half at home, and then Wisconsin is on the road to Ohio State. And Ohio State is minus fourteen and a half. Tweet us those. Um, we'll lock you in for your chance to win the first koozie and then uh, quote the tweet, send it to a friend, two friends. That'll go ahead and get you your second koozie. So no one should be leaving without at least one koozie this week. Um, in all seriousness, though, it really helps grow the show. So please do that. Helps us out tremendously. Agreed. All right. So I think we're ready to get into the meat and potatoes of this show, which is uh, Florida State football, right? I mean, well, yeah. yeah Flor- on, Florida's yeah. off this week. So we don't have really a whole lot to talk about with Florida, and there's some uh, there's some news in FSU world. We'll get we'll get to the game first, but then we'll talk about. Okay, I need that for this. But. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the game first, and then we'll get into the uh, the other stuff yeah. after the game talk. Yeah. So Florida State has Syracuse at home. They're ten point favorites. Um, we have we not we y'all. Florida State has yep. a, has a quarterback that's it's a, that's theirs now. It's over, basically. Mm, yeah. Or no. Uh, defense played better this past week, so we're yeah. going to talk about all that. Let's talk. About, let's just talk about overall flow of the game, general. Florida State minus ten. Obviously, you and Brad like Florida State. Uh, I, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm from the show me state. You're going to have to show me that you can win, beat somebody by ten points for me to understand that and believe it. So yeah, no, I mean that that's valid. Um, I think we'll go ahead and start with Blackman first. Let's start with Blackman. I think that's the best. So I, I said place to start. whenever Francois got hurt in 16, maybe 17, I right. guess it was, against Alabama, and Blackman had to play the entire year. He's a true freshman, mind you. I said then he should never play another meaningful snap at Florida State. You did. I still stand by that. You still haven't stopped. Yeah, and, I was going to say that. And I've still been proven right every single week. Is he being helped out by his offensive line? No. Is he them? Um, being helped out by drops by the receivers, Tamori and Terry, no. Like, that that's not – he's not getting very much help, but he's also not making the throws that he needs to make that he doesn't need help on. So, he gets no pass from me. Um, the, the problem is the alternative is Hornibrook. We've already discussed this. He sucks too. Yeah, so, which one, sucks, which one sucks less? Um, I don't know the answer. That's for them to decide. Um, now, one thing I, like, kind of want to talk about a bit is apparently now it's I'm kind of alluding to a, co- a conversation later about the money, right? The buying out and right. Apparently, Willie has been meddling in the play calling. I nobody, mean, yeah, nobody can confirm it or deny it because nobody's going to. But it damn the offense damn sure looks different uh, in the second halves, and then it definitely looked different against Wake. 
Um, some formations, like the diamond formation, haven't seen that all year. All of a sudden we see it and it goes for like negative two. It's because we aren't good at that. Put four receivers to one side and run the quarterback counter the other way. So that's a, a odd sighting. All of a sudden, Tiger has a play sheet now. All of a sudden, shit just looked bad. And we scored 20 points against a terrible weight defense. So Agreed. A whole lot of things aren't adding up if you think that Willie isn't taking over the play calling. So, But let me ask you this. And, I, and I, again, I you don't know the answer to this. I know you don't know the answer to this. Okay. But, but why? What's the point? Um, if your job is truly, mm-hmm. if you're close to being on the line and your job's on the line, and one guy, Kendall Browse, mm-hmm. seems to have done a pretty good job so far. Yes. Why would you take anything away from him? Why wouldn't you just manage the situation and go from there? I think there's two two ways to look at it, and he's at fault in my opinion. In my opinion, he's at fault for putting his hands in the offense. I think in his mind, if he knows that his job is on the line, right? He wants control. I want to be the one getting me fired. If I'm going to be fired, I don't want you firing me, Joey. I'm going to be the one making the mistake to get me fired if that's what happens, right? So that's probably how he is thinking. But how everyone else in the university and the boosters are thinking are, hey, man, you fired Walt Bell after a bad fire, uh, after a bad hire, right? You came to us saying, I need to get an offensive coordinator. I'm going to hand him the keys. Now I need y'all to buy him out and also give him a million-dollar contract and also bring his run game coordinator as the offensive line coach, buy him out, Fire Greg Fry, who's an alumni from the 93 National Championship team. I need all these things to happen. And then they make it happen. And then now you basically tell them to take a back seat. I got it. Ugh. See, now if I'm a booster and I paid that money, now you've wasted my money. Because why do we bring him here if we're not going to use him? Right. That's a problem. Huge problem. Huge problem. And that, that's, that's if you remove the fact that Bryles is extremely or has been very successful. Yeah. Even if he sucked, you still ask for it. But he hasn't sucked. He's done pretty damn good. It so seems. Not only has he done well or better, um, now we're going to – because he's doing better. I, I don't know. I, I think that's that's one of the issues I have with Willie Tiger. I'm like, dude, please leave it alone. Right. Leave it alone. But I understand where he's coming from in the sense that if I'm going to be fired, if I'm truly on the hot seat, because now we've come up with $17 million, um, because apparently the money is there now, then – Allegedly. Allegedly. Nobody knows, but I mean, I, there's some pretty reputable sources saying, "Yeah, the, the money can be there if it needs to be there." From everyone's saying that, right? So the people in the know are saying that. Yeah, but people in the know at Florida said that Chip Kelly was going to get—he was hired. He was—it was a done deal. That's why that's what it was said. Well, that's what, thank God it wasn't, right. and we know the rest. But so people in the know don't always really know, right? And I was told it was a lock. So then you know that means that it's probably not going to happen ever, right? So, um, yeah. So I and I think I think that. Um, Kendall Browse wants Hornybrook to be the starter. I think he manages the offense better. That's what I think. That's an interesting take. I just I don't know how you could look at Hornybrook Hornybrook play and say he gives you a better chance to win. Um, I just don't. I, I can't. I can't I, see. It. And I don't think Blackman's good by any stretch. I think he's actually pretty bad. Yeah, me too. But he at least has potential. And I don't. I don't even think Hornybrook runs the offense well. I, like. He still holds the ball way too damn long, in my opinion. And he always has, even at Wisconsin. And that's why he – the only reason he ever turned it over. And that's the issue I have with people saying – like, I know I just said it, but that's just the the word on the street, if you will. That's the what the people think. We don't know because they're not going to air a quarterback out. No. Right? The coordinator's not going to air himself out. So, quarterback is an issue, though. Like, when you don't recruit a quarterback for two recruiting cycles, like, yeah, you have guys that don't deserve to ever take a snap at Florida State. Taking snaps, right? So, and that's where we're at right now. Behind yeah. the terrible offensive line, I'm gonna, I'm going to get back to quarterback in a few minutes. But in the meantime, let's get back to uh, Syracuse. Um, does Syracuse have anything? Um, yeah, defensively, their front. This is the part where it gets concerning for Florida State, where they're good at, we're bad at. They can rush the passer, right? They have two guys. One guy on the left side, can't think of his name. It's slipping me right now, but he'll he'll be a first rounder. Early day, maybe maybe first or second rounder. He'll he'll make his highlight tape for the draft on Florida State on Saturday. Okay, they all do, so he will. Um, but they haven't been great on the offensive line. Looks pretty bad. The quarterback Devito's been banged up. I know I'm flipping sides of the football. So defensively against <laughs> against Florida State, you know where my mind goes. I know uh, Florida State's offense is on the field, and Syracuse's defense they're pretty damn good up front. They they're going to be able to get pressure. Uh, I think. 
I think they'll be able to get pressure enough to affect uh, the play calling. I don't think they'll be able to get pressure enough to affect the result. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think I think we'll run the ball right at them. And I, and I think if we do that, then we'll be okay. I that, agree. That helps Florida State's offensive line, and then that takes their strength away. So hopefully that is the game plan. With that being said, we've been the better team on the field for most of our games this year and haven't won. So that's a direct reflection of coaching. So hopefully that's the game plan. I don't know that to be true. But defensively, especially in their front four, they're really good. Okay. Especially going against four states offensive line. It's right. all it's all, you know, relevant to what they're facing. So they're facing a bad offensive line with good offensive or good defensive players. Not a good recipe for Florida State. True. But like you said on the offensive side of the ball for Syracuse, I know the DeVito kid is, is banged up. Um I think he's gonna play though, but he is banged up. He's been banged up all year. Yeah. Offensive line's pretty bad, which is why the DeVito kid's banged up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um and that's where we're we're good up front our front three-ish. We don't really get pressure, but as long as they stop the run, then I think we'll be okay. They got they lost a really, really good receiver last year. Um, we've been suspect as hell in the secondary, so it's not going to be a slam dunk by any means, but I do think they'll, I do think the better team will finally win the damn game. I think they'll beat Syracuse. I really do. I, I think they should. I, I've, I've, only watched a handful of Syracuse plays. I can't say I've watched a full game of Syracuse. They've I've watched been, a handful of plays. They're they're streaky. They're up and down. They've been kind of bad this year too. Though. They have, but they they can play when they play. They, well, but they, they also Clemson. that's also against bad teams too. It's not like they're well. They played Clemson, I think, within like ten or ten or fourteen points in the first half, and then then Clemson did. And then the better team won. Yeah, the better team won. So right. I don't know, man. We'll see. I I think Dino Babers does an okay job there. Um, I think I think he does a pretty good job, actually. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's probably not being fair. He does. A, he's a probably a really. He's probably a pretty good coach, a, uh, a good ACC coach, a really good ACC coach, maybe. Wow. Right? Yeah. Um, but oh, I mean, overall, we shouldn't be having the conversation that we're having right now. But last year they blitzed us for like thirty some points. They beat the shit out of us. Um, it, it, yeah, in the orange dome. It doesn't matter. It could have been at Columbia High School. They just beat the <laughs> hell out of us. They didn't. Dude, that place is miserable to play at. It though. Is, and it's miserable to watch a game at. I don't know if it's miserable to play at, but it oh, looks like it would be. Just, I mean, it was miserable to watch. I know that. Yeah. I don't know about playing, but it sucked. Um, no, I think they. I think that they'll they'll beat Syracuse. I really do. Um, maybe by eleven. Eleven's more than ten. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, do you have a score prediction yet, or you want to get into that in a minute? No, not yet. We'll come back. All right. You sure? Yeah, I'm not ready yet. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into just the state of the program then at Florida State, and we'll come back to the, the score in a little bit. All right, fair. Because uh, there's there's a couple of things I want to touch on. Um, I don't, I don't know which one I want to start with, though. So I heard something interesting on another podcast I listened to. I guess I can credit them, obviously, if I'm getting their information. The Nullcast. Right. I listen to that regularly. Um, so they did like a, just a comparison because this is about finances um, between programs. And so like one that they used was Georgia, which is one of the richest in right. all of football, right? So it's it's uh, it's like the high end of the spectrum. Georgia has, I think they said over a thousand people that have pledged twenty five thousand dollars over five years, so okay. five thousand dollars a year, right? That's a lot of money, right? That's whatever. It's, it's, that's in addition to ticket sales and booster fees. That's right. in addition to that. That's right? on top of right. So Georgia also has another group that's called the, the Silver Circle, maybe. But anyways, it's anywhere between like thirty-six to forty members who've donated or have pledged to donate one million dollars over five years. That's two hundred grand a year that is pledged. They have like let's just call it thirty-eight, right? In between thirty-six and forty. Um, Florida State has 14 boosters that have pledged 25000 or more over five years. They have 14, let me repeat this, 14 of over 25000 or more over five years. In that same donation category, Georgia has 1000 and some change, like 1025 something like that. So over 1000 more donors that donate over twenty five grand, right. or donate twenty five grand or more. And then they have another 38 people that donate a million oh my over gosh. five years. So, like, people, like, and myself included, want Florida State to compete at the highest level. Okay, but we financially absolutely can't. 
And then you have the SEC network who they, they cut him a $45 million check. Like, we don't have that. Like, ACC Network just launched, and I don't know if it's doing well or not. It's going to get money because they've already sold ads. But, I mean, we're not getting any of that money. So, they're not playing on the same level. So, when you want to them just be a mercenary and cut coaches and pay buyouts and do all this, like, you can't spend like that because we have to allocate money to different places, like the facilities and whatnot. For example, Georgia spent $175 million in facilities in three years. Right. Florida State spent, like, fifty. In three years, mm-hmm. so I mean, like we're not playing, we're not playing with that same budget. It can be done. Look at the the Rays with their like roster this year, and then like the Oakland A's money ball and all that stuff. Like you just have, you just can't go spending money on buyouts. So like the best case scenario for Florida State is to freaking have Willie Taggart win. Yeah, then not have to try and buy him out. So I don't know. That was pretty sobering. I was like, damn, like. I mean, it's it's realistic shit. I'm not donating nowhere near. I'm not donating no damn money like that. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's tough. Yeah, we I mean, talk about finances. Now again, and Georgia's the the premier. I mean, maybe Alabama and Auburn, but probably not. They don't have that old money like Georgia has. Yeah, and it's it's a little different these days because I mean, in the '90s and in the, in the, even the early 2000s, you know, the, the networks weren't that big. I mean, hell, Texas has their own network now. They have the Longhorn Network. They, I mean, they and they already have money. Yeah, like they have, they Texas has so much money is ridiculous, and then you add that on top of it, which right. they they divide that up into the Big Twelve a little bit, but it's still the Longhorn Network, right? They're they're taking the majority of that, so the game's changed a little bit, yeah, and it, it really has, and so financially, you, you kind of either have to change with it or or get better, I guess. Yeah, so I was watching something where it talked about, and like I understand why Florida State fans are crazy. I do, I get it, because, like, the ones that are crazy, the, the ones that are just one generation older, they lived through 14 straight top five finishes. Right. Like, that's absurd. Insane. That hasn't, that hasn't been done again. It probably won't ever be done again. The closest was when Oklahoma did it in the 50s, and they had seven. Right. Of course, they had 14 top straight. five finishes in a row. They played in three straight national championships, 98, 99, and 2000. Yeah. So, like... Our fan base is spoiled as shit. The program's only been around for like 50 or 60 years. Yeah. So they're spoiled as hell. And I get it. And it's like, oh, that's not the standard. Okay. And I'm not saying to bring the standard down, but maybe might want to have a, a, a little bit more patience. Do I think Willie's the guy? Probably not. But we aren't in a situation where we have the luxury of stroking a $17 million check and just resetting this thing. Like We just don't have that option, I don't think. Right. Which sucks. Even if even if the money's there, like the seventeen million, like if the boosters are saying it's there, that money needs to be spent elsewhere, not for somebody to sit at home. Yeah, I mean, I, ideally, if that's what you have to do, then that's what you have to do. But ideally, you don't want to have to spend seventeen million dollars to pay somebody not to coach. I'm just saying that money needs to be put towards facilities, upgrades, things like that. It you don't want to have to pay it on a buyout, which is what is a real possibility if this if the dude can't get it get it going. Yeah, I, I've never been a Willie Tiger fan. Whenever he was getting courted by Florida, or, or allegedly in the media, he was. I, I never, I never liked him. Never thought he could coach football. He's a very, very, very good recruiter. And whenever he goes to South Florida and gets three-star recruits, he can win with talent alone. Yeah. When he goes to Western Kentucky and does the same, like his first year at both of those places were miserable because he had the same talent field as what's around him. Right. And then he gets better talent, and then he wins football games because. As you know, talent wins football games. Jimmy's and Joe's. You go to a premier university, and all of a sudden it's a, it's an even playing field. No matter how good you are, yeah. I mean, even Georgia and Alabama, like you still can can compete if you're Florida State or Florida. Like you you can still compete with them in a way in recruiting, and that's why I think that he struggles now because. He, the playing field's level. He can't. He can't recruit at an elite level because there are Alabama and Georgia's. Like he can recruit at a just below elite level. And he can be a seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth best recruiting class. But then you have to turn that into production, and that's where he, to me, he's always struggled. See, and that's the issue. Like that's count the the chicken before the egg or whatnot. Like if give that dude a ten win season and it's gonna be, and then it will be a problem because then he will be able to recruit at a high level and then. Re- and then I think it rolls at that point. But, but even if he even if he recruits at, a, at if he, even if he has the number one recruiting class in the nation, uh-huh. do you still think? I mean, do you think that he's competing for a national championship with no. himself there? Because 
There's still Clemson. There's still Georgia. There's still Alabama. There's still Florida. There's still like, I mean, I, I think at this point they're they're further away from a national title. I, I think at this point, then yeah, then yeah, you're talking about the playoffs. I mean, then I think then I think you do compete with the Clemsons, and then I do think you don't have to play Alabama or Georgia any of them until the playoffs, anyways. So you, I mean, you're looking at what Clemson and Florida on the schedule right now. That's two games that you may lose. If you're recruiting at that type of level, like if, yeah. if you have those type of Jimmys and Joes, elite, you say number one recruiting class in the country, I know it's just an example, right. but if you have that consecutive, that's hard to mess that up. I mean, it can be messed up, and he has proven to mess it up, but no, I, I do think, I don't know, it's it's hard, it's so hard to try and have this conversation with myself right now, like, oh, I think he could, I think that's what they could be with what I'm looking at right now, but right. I just I, realistically, again, he's put together in a really, really good recruiting class two years in a row off of a terrible product. The class we have right now that is now fourteen because that sorry ass DB decommitted from Miami who was never good. Jalen Harrell, he's not good. Uh, I'm on record. I watched this film. He's not good. He's stiff as shit. Yeah, I've already said that before he decommitted, and I hope Josh Griffiths goes next because he sucks too. Y'all's decommitment. That oh, I, I told you that a long time ago. We know, but. I told you he sucked when he was at Florida. Yeah, and then he, he committed us, and I was like, damn, he sucks here too. <laughs> and he's he's acting like he wants to decommit. Please, you suck. Like, go ahead. But anyways, they had a top 10 class off of a 5-7 and seven season last year, now sitting at 3-4. and four. Now kids are going to decommit. It's coming. It's, it's inevitable. But but they, that's that's kind of where I'm at, though. That's like that's kind of my point is he had a top 10 class, but they're they're not. And, and again, they're a freshman now, okay? They're, they're, you, you still have, you have to grow them. You have to mold them into what you want them to be. You have to put insert your system into them. Like yes. the, the left tackle you, and the, the left tackle and the right guard are both on the field now, starters. Yeah, out of that class. So, but yeah, and, and you have to like. There's going to be growing pains with those guys. So I, I I'm kind of going back and forth in my own head, kind of like no, you are. I know, but I'm saying like like you, that's that's in my opinion that's a positive sign for Florida State. Like you have a, it's not good to ever have to have a true freshman, a true freshman play. But if your true freshmen are better than the damn four-star junior and senior that are in the program already yes. have been in the program, that's a problem, not on the current coach. There's no way in hell that a true freshman should ever come into a, a, a college junior or senior. The difference in a 18-year-old and a 22-year-old that has a kid and a family and a mortgage is not the same. Like, that's not... They shouldn't be on the field. Like they should not have to play, especially at the offensive line position. Right. That that's the one that takes the most developing because it's so underdeveloped in high school. Right. Now every now and then you can get a freak show, and I'm okay with that. But they overall, ain't got any of them. Right. Well, yeah. Overall, I'm with you. Here's the positives and negatives for me. I think for for Willie, he hasn't. He deserves more time. I think he deserves more time. Too. He did, I, I'm not a Willie Taggart fan. I agree. He deserves more time. Um. Jimbo left the program in way, a mess. Way worse than I thought. And it, it, it's a mess. Now, go, go ahead, because I want to get to the – go ahead. <laughs> Jimbo left the program in a mess. You, you, There's a cleanup time. Yes. Like, you have to clean up before you can win football games. And I don't care what anybody says. You think you can do both, that's fine. There's, there's very few people on the planet that can come in and clean up and win football games at the same time. Like, you have to pick one or the other right now. Right now, you got to clean up, and then hopefully that turns into winning football games. Like, you can't have shitty human beings out there all the time. You can't have undisciplined jackasses that do their own thing all the time. Like, you have to, you have to have a, 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 a you clean up, yeah. and then you can win. To me. And then the, the problem with it is the, the cleanup, like the APR, if you will. So, you can't clean up as fast as you like and process kids out because we can't have a kid transfer. We can't have a kid drop out. We can't have a kid. Because it messes up the APR, and that's just I, – I don't know enough about it. I don't want to go into it, but it's a gradual, graduation. It's a graduation thing, yeah. Yeah. So if, if the APR dips low enough, then you will get sanctions by the NCAA. Florida State was like five spots away from the worst in the country APR. Right. And that is a, that only changes year to year. So, like, it's a four-year sample set. So right now there's a year and a semester of Willie Taggart and two years and a semester of freaking Jimbo Fisher. So each year you drop a bad year of Jimbo and add a good year of Willie because they are going to class or doing what they're supposed to be doing. But in the, it's a that's a process. Like in the meantime, he can't just cut a kid. Like that's exactly so right. The, so the cleanup is, bitch, go to class and graduate. Right. That's what we have to hope for. Yeah, it's, we can't, we yeah. can't process kids like Alabama. Uh, you're not really doing. You're not really getting the job done, man. Either you transfer or pulling the scholarship. 
That happens every day in Tuscaloosa. But their APR is not a problem. Right. And they're Alabama and they can do what they want. <laughs> you think them kids are just jumping into transport? They're not jumping into portal because they want to. They're not. Mm-mm. You stay at Alabama and get as many rings as you want because then you're set up for life afterwards. You can go coach. You can do whatever. You can get your degree. You can be on a national championship team, which is kind of fun. Uh, yeah. They're not leaving because they want to. They're leaving because they're being processed. Yeah. People don't don't be like what they say. Stay woke. Like wake up. Them kids ain't leaving Alabama because they want to. No, nobody wants to leave Alabama. Why would you? Even if you're not playing, you know. First of all, you're going to play if you're if you do what you're supposed to do. Eventually, yeah. you're going to get on the field. They're either problems or they're they're not getting the job done. So they're getting processed out. That's not an option for Florida State right now. So like you said, the rebuild, the cleanup, and I'm making the point for Willie. And like I'm not a huge fan. Like we do. Here's my. So let me finish this point because I want to get to my <laughs> other point. So the, the, the cleanup is slow. It's not as it can't be accelerated. Like because we can't cut a kid. You can't yank a scholarship, whether you believe in that's right or not, you can't get rid of him. But that brings me to my next point. The reason I'm not fond on Willie Taggart is not because of the human he is, it's not because of the the man he is, it's not because of the recruiter he is, it's because his inability to get the damn job done as far as like a game manager in game during the game and then during practice. Right. Like, you're not you're not organized at all, man. At all. You have you have and I'm gonna say it. He's got his homeboys in positions of of importance that aren't good at their job. Right. Like director of player personnel, things like that. Like I know the key are, positions that nobody sees. You don't see these people. Off field stuff. But they do their job. A hundred percent. Or they don't do their job. Or, yeah, and this and shit this, looks so dysfunctional. Right. And it's dysfunctional for everyone. Mm-hmm. Recru- I mean, it's it, I can't I can't I can't really go into it too much, but I know for a fact that there's people on his staff right now, because how I would know would put someone in trouble. But I know for a fact that it's a problem. It's right. a problem. It's dysfunctional as hell. And that's because it's his boys that have been with him everywhere. And I can respect that to an extent. Taking your boy with you, making sure I'm putting food on your plate. Like, if I ever make it, I promise you guys, I not, not what I'm getting at. But but I'm with you. I know what you're saying. I, I'm going to take care of mine. Until you put both of our jobs in jeopardy. And then now we have a problem. And you I would love hope, you. I was going to say, and, and, as a human, I, I would understand that. If, you, if you're in a position like that, you give me director of player personnel, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And eventually it looks bad on both of us. I would expect you to say, hey, bud, I love you, but... It just ain't gonna work this, out this way. This ain't gonna. We'll work. try. We'll try to figure something out. We'll move. Yeah, we'll move you somewhere else. We'll, but, we'll but figure it out. But you this can't ain't gonna be, be in it. this spot no more. Right. You're costing me my job. Right. Woody, the linebackers coach. Right, but hey, man, when Jim Leffitt comes in, it all of a sudden now the linebackers know how to play, like that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's an indictment on you. You cost me that. So, you don't have a job there anymore. Uh, that's that's part of life, man. But he won't make that decision, and I understand that's tough. And that that's my that's my gripe with him. He won't make that tough decision, or he hasn't shown to make it often enough, fast enough. I think he thought he truly had three years guaranteed. I don't think he thought he. I don't think he thought there would be a meeting with Booster saying, "If we had to, could you? Like, if we had to get rid of him, could you come up with the money?" I don't think he thought that conversation would be happening in week seven, no, in year two. In year two, but it, it is happening. It almost has to happen because it's a bad product. So, but I'm fixing to make a point for Willie again. I don't really know why. But with all that said, though, that that like that's in the program now. Yeah. So now now you you've already he's already been dealt a bad hand because it's a bad situation. Of course. He took that. Yep. That's his own stupidity. He nobody told him, hey, you take this job. He left Oregon on his own free will to do this. Yes, he did. However. He was dealt a bad hand at Florida State because Jimbo left the program in, in, in a mess. And I don't think he had any way of knowing it was as bad of a mess. I'd be willing to bet you hindsight. I bet he doesn't take the job. I'd be willing to bet you. He had no I, idea. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really have, he had have no an idea they were going to cut the budget the way they have. Coburn, the AD, is, came in to slash the budget. I, I don't really want to get into all that because that's not fun to listen to. So the, the thing about it is I, I'm with you overall. I think I think – he deserves more time. I think he does. I think he deserves at least through the end of the year. The product has to look better. If I'm the um, boosters or administration, coaches don't like this, but I would say, hey, man, leave the damn offense alone. Right. Period. That's enough. Like, leave it alone. Either you leave it alone or you have, you you won't have a choice. Right. 
That's you won't have an offense next yeah, year. I, that's the conversation that would be had. And then yeah. he has to decide. He, he may say, go to hell. Okay. I'm not leaving it alone, and y'all can pay me $17 million to sit at home. So, this is a contract cut. Your call. Yeah, you do it. So, if I was him, that's probably how I'd go about it. If I was confident in me, he obviously is. He shouldn't be. Wrongfully. After a year and a half of it, I mean, he shouldn't hey, be. Hey, I'm just saying, yeah. the flip side is, these guys have egos, too. All right, so now we're getting we're getting uh, into a little different topic. Yeah, let's do it. Because uh, we've had a couple of people talk about it, but Urban Meyer. Hmm. Apparently, there's been some some rumors that uh, hmm. Willie's getting bought out, and Urban is one of the candidates <laughs> to replace him. Right? That's what I hear. What's your thoughts, buddy? <laughs> Dude, listen, I'm on record now as saying I don't think Willie should be fired yet. But if that were to happen, you have to go get somebody. Because if if you're firing Willie Tack, if you're firing him, then you're saying, I want to win, and I want to win right now. I don't want to win. This is not a rebuild anymore. Right? Because you're saying, because this hasn't been long enough for a rebuild. Mm -mm. Right? So I want to win now. I want to win right this second. That means you don't give a damn about anything else. So you got to go get a mercenary. Somebody that's a little bit grimy. Somebody that knows how to win and that can win. So, in that setting, in that scenario, I have no problem with Urban Meyer. Nor should you. None. I don't. Listen, I I know he left Florida in a bad way, kind of like Jimbo left for FSU. Yeah. He okay. Quit. He, he quit yeah. twice. He's, the second time he quit for good. He yeah. quit. He quit the first time. Yeah. yeah. He quit coaching. He, he didn't recruit as hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Maybe he really did have health issues. I really don't know. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not there. See? Yeah, talk to me. I'm not, I'm not there. I don't know if he had health issues or not. Because I got a lot to say about this. What I do know is he took Florida to two national titles and won them both. What I do know is he's taken Ohio State to the playoffs and won a national title. Yeah. What I do know is that guy has won everywhere he's ever been. Period. What I do know is if he's at Florida State, they instantly – and I'm not talking about a year from now, instantly become a contender. Period. Instantly. Instantly. You can like it, dislike it, say I'm wrong. I really don't give a shit what your opinions are. I promise you, I am not wrong on this. That guy can coach football with the best of them. Period. Not only that, he will guarantee that his assistant coaches can also coach football. And if you can't, then you got to keep it moving. He will get rid of your ass, and he will hold you accountable. Listen, you and think Zach Smith's not a good football coach? Oh, yeah. You think he's not? Oh, that no. bitch I hit, know he can coach. Yeah, he hid everything for years. Because why? He could coach football, man. Yeah. That was his dude because he could coach football. Not because it's his boy. He don't give a rat's ass about people. I promise you that. He don't <laughs> care about people. No. I he think, don't care what kind of person you are as a recruit. No, but that's his friend, though. Right? Cause I, cause it I is now. I have a point about it. No, I'm right, right. But I have a point about the Zach Smith thing. Right? Yeah. I'm not condoning anything. I don't know because I wasn't there. Same. So I don't want to speak on that too much. But what was said and what's alleged, right? Alleged, right, is not good at all. I freaking don't stand for it. I've never put my hands on a woman. I won't I won't stand for it. I don't like to see it. If I see it, I'm stopping it, period. But mm-hmm. everyone of our listeners, if you're listening to the show and your homeboy is in because I feel like they were boys. He took them everywhere he went. Right. Once he figured out he could coach and he was good at his job, he, okay. took, him, he took him where he went. I'll buy your story. Right? And if your boy, like if you're my guy, and I I feel like I can trust you, I know you're damn good at your job, and you're going to help me keep my job because you're damn good at yours. Mm-hmm. Right? If there's an allegation that's been investigated and you come back clear, I'm not firing you. That's what the investigation's for. That That's not my job. I'm not the judge. I'm not the lawyer. I'm not the damn cop. I'm none of that. I'm not your wife. I'm no. I'm. I'm your employer. I'm your friend. If you tell me you didn't do it, and the damn investigation comes back clear, what am I? How can you fire him? I'm not firing you, dude. You have a job with me because we're gonna go keep winning them football games like they did. Because that's what they're paid to do. Right. So everyone's so quick to judge off an allegation and all this other bullshit. Like you have to damn make sure. Like that. That just that irks the shit out of me. Was anyone there? Like, do they know? I can personally tell you I don't know for sure. And then whenever them, and then when it came out the second time around, right, and it got a little bit more um, steam, and she got a little bit, she had like the restraining order and everything else, and then there was a little bit of them fire through the smoke. He got rid of him, whether his hand was forced or not. He still got rid of him. Right. He fired him. Mm-hmm. 
He was friends with the dude's dad or whatever. Like, like whatever. He fired him. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's a great dude by any means, but, like, that shit just weirds me out when people just freak the hell out over an allegation. Yeah. Like, an allegation is just that. It's an allegation. That's somebody else's job to figure out whether or not it's true. And if it comes back as not true, then you don't have to act on it. If it comes back as it is true, or it's a little bit too much smoke, like, hey, Zach, damn, bro. You damn, you, you freaked up. You put me in a bad spot. I, you can't coach for me anymore. So you remove him. Yeah. He did. And that's life. That's how it goes. I'm with you on that. I, I agree. I um I I don't think he's a great person. I really don't. I I've he might not be. I've been around people who have been around him, and and people people that I trust say that he's not the greatest of human beings. Right? Is he a bad person? Is he going to kill people? Is he doing drugs? With is he selling drugs to the kids? No, he's not doing any of that. So, but he puts winning above everything else. And if you fire Willie Tiger at this point in the career, so do you. Yeah. Right? If you, you have say to. if you say Willie Tiger, that's enough. It's nineteen games, twenty games. You're out then you put winning over everything else. So get off your high horse or your pedestal, whatever you want to. A spade is a spade. And if you're ready to cut, and everyone says, I want a good a good human, a great coach. Well, then keep Willie. There you go. I keep don't, him there. Yeah. I, I don't think Willie's a bad human at all. I think he's no, actually a no, great he's, human. He's he seems a, like a likable guy. He's a great human. I want him to do wonderful. But I'm saying is if you make the move now to, to needing a new coach at this point. Then you better be okay with slime. Yeah, because he's going to get it. Because – Urban Meyer, he may have his faults and whatever, but uh, take a look around college football. It, it, it's Jamie, Tennessee's head coach. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact with his damn transgressions, he had in Tallahassee. Yeah. He got ran out of here. Same thing in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it goes on and on and on. Right? He goes, there's Jimbo Fisher. You Say what you will. Okay? He's a great football coach, but Jimbo Fisher's a little bit slimy. Right? I mean, we can go down the list now. Manny Diaz. I mean... I don't. I can't speak on Meyer. I mean, uh, not Meyer. Mullen. Man, Mullen. I don't. I think he may be a little bit more straight laced. But I think he is. He's in the minority on out of not the Dabo. minority. Dabo's there. He's straight laced. I don't Seems. know, bro. Them, them damn kids drive a lot of damn cars. <laughs> Listen, I've tried for for years I, to come up with something about him. I've seen a post today, though. I've seen a post today. Xavier Thomas, the defensive end. His dad owns now a one point two million dollar business. He's an ex felon who just got out of a. Uh, prison and sold his car wash and pressure washing business to a Clemson booster and now they're in a $1.2 million home. So, I, I don't have a, <laughs> I didn't have anything to say. I'm sorry. No, I tried. I'm saying, I don't have an issue with it. I don't have an issue with it. Right. But if you're going to play the game at the highest level, that's what we're doing. At Georgia, they damn, they have people make little cute-ass paintings, put it on a little our online website, Etsy or whatever, online store. And, man, I, I really find a lot of value in that freaking $5 picture from uh, Sam's or Michael's that you splattered some paint on. I want to give you seventy five grand for it as long as your kid comes to Georgia. Are, are you, will you accept that offer? How can you tell him? You can't tell a booster that's not worth it. That's how the game is being played now, man. Mm-hmm. You can't tell somebody that my business isn't worth that much money. So then maybe they're not doing like the illegal stuff, but they're definitely dancing on the them outside realm of the rules. Even Dabo and Clemson. There's no way they're recruiting at the way they're recruiting. <laughs> There's no way Georgia recruits the way they recruit. There's no way Alabama. They're just playing the game at a di- they're they're committed at a different level than everyone else. Yeah. So if you think that your damn coaches, I mean, come on, man. The reason they wanted Mark Rick that was not because he was damn seventy five percent win percentage. It's because he wouldn't play the game that way. I've seen it firsthand, and I've seen it firsthand in recruitment. Oh, yeah. I know with Rick for sure. I'm he with said, you on I'm that. not playing. I won't do it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how they could never get the elite of the elite class. Where Kirby come from? Okay, Alabama. Okay, mm-hmm. they they don't mind it. Well, no kidding. Okay, but I'm yeah. saying like so, every coach has his baggage. Understand that. Like, be careful. And, and there are the, there are the exceptions. Like, I think I think freaking Mullen may be one of them. He seems like a really good guy. He's a really good coach. But I'd be willing to bet you he might turn a blind eye to somebody handing hitting the kid a little bit of money too. I would. I'm not gonna say I would or wouldn't, but I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, would. I mean, wouldn't. Would. Anyways, <clears throat> let me ask you this real quick because I think we're, we're we're getting long on time, which is fine. I don't really care. But do you think there's any chance that Urban Meyer ends up at Florida State? No. No. Zero. No. Zero chance for me. No, that's, there's always a chance. I don't. Mm-hmm. No offense to Florida State right now, but they're not the program that they once were, and I don't think that he's going to uh, anything other than the elite of the elite. USC is elite of the elite because of the name. <clears throat> I think Florida State is 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 extremely high on that list, and it's an extremely appealing job to almost everybody on the planet. 
just not Urban Meyer. And I truly think that he wants to coach NFL football. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna argue that. I don't. I don't think there's a zero percent chance. I think. I think Florida State is still a top ten, top seven Agreed. college job. I agree with that. Well, maybe even more if you say college jobs that are available, right? Maybe probably top five if you say college jobs that are available. Mm, yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't think of four other. I can't think of five other schools that are available. That I mean, you could say maybe USC, maybe uh, Pac-12 is dead, but I mean, you could say USC. I, I will give. I will concede that, but I think you'd be hard pressed to find another two. That I would say are are better or more glamorous. Oh no, there's not two more that are available right now. But, that, but that's what when you're talking about available, we're talking about filling coaches. You're talking about available jobs, right? So I say it's out of the positions that are available, it's top three for sure. I agree with that. So, but it's not one. It may be. It, it might not be one. No, USC probably. is one, and that's why I think he either goes to USC because of the tradition there, because of of it being in California. You know, I think he has a little bit of a like, um, <laughs> not a motive, but. Ego, like maybe want to go back into the southeast and and play Florida every year and then have a shot at the other schools. You no, think I think I think that? he truly truly uh, loves the University of Florida. He just had, he got he got out when he got out. He, yeah, he knew it was coming. I mean, I think, I think what, he lives in he lives in L.A. now with the doing all the Fox Sports stuff. Right. I mean, I, listen, I, I don't think he comes to Florida State, but not for the same reasons that you don't think. Okay, I can appreciate that. I do think that he goes to the Dallas Cowboys though. Just my opinion. You don't think Lincoln Riley goes to Dallas Cowboys? I think uh, I think Urban's the first call. Oh no, I don't think so. I think Lincoln Riley's the first call. I a think lot of Lee, people think that. Lincoln Riley spent time there. I understand that teaching uh, what's his name, Kellen Moore and, and uh, <laughs> Jason Garrett his offense because that's what Jerry Jones wanted. Okay, well they they're not running it. No, 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 they're absolutely not running it. But I'm saying he spent time in Dallas Cowboys Stadium. I just, I think Urban's I, I and again I don't know this. I, I think Riley would turn it down. I think he'd be a fool to take that job. I, I would stay at Oklahoma for just as long as I can keep getting guys like Jalen Hurts to transfer in. I mean, you're not wrong there. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. mean, I don't think you go wrong either way with Lincoln Riley or Urban Meyer. But if it's me, I'm calling Urban before I called Lincoln Riley. Mm, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Which brings me, I guess, to to the next point in question. So you got uh, we we talked about Urban and whether he would go back to college NFL. We got an interesting question from one of our friends, Tracy Brinkley, this week, which talked about would we rather coach, uh, or I guess not necessarily we in specific, but just in general, we rather coach a collegiate sport or a professional sport. What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I don't know. We just talked about it for about like 30 seconds off air here. And um, initially, I was like 100% on the college side, right? Mm-hmm. But for no other reason other than that's what I enjoy more. Right. I enjoy that side of things, right? right? So, but Tyler brought up a really good point, like just how cutthroat the college game is. Hell, the conversation we just had about Willie Taggart, that conversation's not being had in the NFL in the same amount of time. Uh... Bro, I, I mean, change my mind. I got time. Give me a second. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, but that's my point is I don't think it's nowhere near as quick. Like it may be more cutthroat in the sense that you know, you may get fired, but hell, they're trying. They're fixing to find seventeen million dollars to pay this guy not to coach. <laughs> Think about that for a second. After yeah. a year and a half, woo, that's crazy. That's, I didn't I mean that's a different side to look at it, but it is a business. And so, if we're talking about a business, then. I think the recruiting process would be really fun. I think it would be demanding as hell. Yeah, and uh, like it, it, it's something that you you can never stop. Right. Like there's no, I know there's a dead period. There's never a dead period. There's not a dead period. They're, they're, they may call it that, but yeah. it ain't dead. You just can't reach out. Right. So I think that part would be extremely fun. I just don't know that I would want to do that forever. And I think that's why you see a lot of the, the guys that do it for, you know, 10, 12 years at the college level. And they're like, yeah, I think I can make this jump now. Yeah. I think that's why Sprayer left. One of the many reasons, but. Yeah, it comes Unreal- time. Unrealistic expectations for the Florida fan base is yeah. is the ultimate reason. I, I mean, he's I don't know if he said that out loud, but I know that that's one of the reasons that he left. Um, but I think a lot of it was he, he was getting older. He don't want to recruit every day. He's like so. That's at, a good point. At that point in your career, you're 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 kind of like okay. I mean, I could go to this kid's house, or I could sit here with my wife on the beach. I, I mean, so that's a good point. So if Tracy will allow it. I would say this in my early years, the years I'm in now, for another ten to fifteen years ish, 
I'll give me. I'll coach the college game. I'll live by the fire and die by it. But I think there'll be a time where I'm with Tyler and says I don't like how cutthroat it becomes. There'll be a time where I don't like uh, the unrealistic expectations because ideally you want to be successful, so you're going to have crazy expectations similar to what you mentioned with him. Right. What Willie's facing right now at Florida State, these fans don't expect to eight wins, nine wins. But that's not acceptable. Right. Like that's unre- that's unrealistic with what he has right now. Yeah. And then the recruiting side of it, like having to go to sit in, you know, somebody's living room and doing the damn Cupid shuffle like Nick Saban does. Right. You think he wants to do that? I mean, I think there's a part of him that wants See, to do that, but I think that I think he's few and far between. I agree with you. I, I think that he, um, I'm sure, that, like, like if I have a bad day, I don't want to talk to the uh, uh, twenty thousand three hundred eight recruits. I don't want to. Like, if I'm having a rough day, I'm tired. And Nick Saban doesn't have reason, to, though. I mean, that's true. I guess too. He's only he, he only talks to twenty. 30. However many they plan on signing, that's that's the ones he talks to. Yeah, you're not wrong. Maybe 30 or 40. They don't cast a broad net because they don't have to. That's true. But, I mean, but yes, I, but I understand but what in your theory, point. Yeah. In theory, so I would say yes, I'll coach the college game in my early years. As I get older, if I still have the desire to coach, like if I don't feel like I've made enough money, then yeah, I mean, I, I, at that point, I'll probably give me the grown man who has a family and a kid who's on a contract and it's his job to show up to work. It's his job to get the job done. If he doesn't, he don't make any money. I don't have to discipline anyone. Right. Me and uh, a couple of coworkers were talking about this the other day. Not necessarily this specific question, but just in general, the college versus the NFL thing. And uh, so we were talking about like Nick Saban and why he didn't make it in the NFL. Like why he why he why he's the goat in college football, but he wasn't great in the NFL. And I think to me personally, it's because he's a control freak. And so like in the NFL, you it's hard to control those guys. Yeah. Like you don't have your pen your your finger on. Each one of them, all to all hours of the day, all hours of the night, like. Oh no! Sorry, I mean you like, you don't know what Odell Beckham's doing. You just don't. You don't know what Jalen Ramsey's doing. You just don't. And so I think that's one of the reasons that Urban would be successful in the NFL because you don't really give a shit. I was gonna say the only difference between college and the NFL because they don't have their finger on them players either. They just no, don't but, have the capability of going out on a yacht, and they don't they don't have the the financial ability to go do those. Real crazy things. I don't know, though, because when we were that same age, we sure had some fun balling on a budget. Right. And I didn't I have the cachet that. that a college athlete had. But in college, you can get kicked out of college. You can well, get kicked off the team. Yeah. Like in the NFL, your contract is your contract. You're you're guaranteed that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, to an extent, but yeah, they have clauses in there. Right, right. Of course they do. But, but I think that's why college, every college program in America is now trying to have a uh, football-only facility that has everything in it because right. I don't want the kids to ever have to leave. So smart. Yeah, I keep my thumb on you by not having to keep my thumb on you. Oh, yeah. you want to take a nap? Cool, we have a nap lounge. Cool, you want to slide down a slide? We'll slide down a slide. You want to watch film? <laughs> like, whatever the hell you guys want to do, basketball, whatever. Clemson, like, it's state-of-the-art. Like, you don't ever have to leave. A barbershop, what, food, whatever you need, it's all here. So that's why they're doing that, to keep the kids there you don't have to go off campus. You don't have to change buildings. You don't have to do it at your dorm. Do it here. And then go home and sleep. When they come back and let's do it again. That's how you can that's how they're trying to keep them kids out of trouble without them kids even knowing that the coach is trying to keep them out of trouble. Right. But I, again, that's why I think that it's it's that's why I think that Urban can be successful in the NFL though, because he 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 truly doesn't care. Like he wants to win football games. If you go out on Saturday night or Friday night, maybe not Saturday night, but Friday night, and you're on a yacht and there's Juju Smith-Schuster showing videos of himself in the club. Yeah. Urban's going to look at you and be like, all right, cool, bud. Better perform. Perform on Sunday, and I don't give a rat's ass what you do. He's a mercenary. Yeah. So answer the question. You just gave all that, and you don't have an answer? Because I'm the same way as you. Like, early on in my life, I I feel like the energy energy of of being a young guy coaching, I think the, the recruiting trail would be fun. I mean, I think once I got done with it, I don't want to do it anymore. And I just like evaluating talent. I love evaluating evaluating talent. I love watching the NFL Combine. Yeah, like that's one of my favorite parts of the of the year in the in the NFL is watching the Combine and evaluating. Really? Yeah, I love it, man. Bro, you can't really tell who's great from there. No, but you, I like watching the receivers, and you can tell who can who can catch passes naturally, and you can tell if they can run routes or not. That's one of the few positions. Might that's be the, the only, only position, position I watch. That's okay. the only position. That's the only position you can get anything from. Yeah, because they actually do their craft. Yeah, like I, I watch running backs a little bit. I even watch DBs a little bit, but uh, you can't really tell. But receiver is what I watch, and I watch 
every second of it and so love it. You, so you're on record saying you would like to be a college coach early, pro coach late? No. I want to be a college coach early and a pro GM late. That's not the question, Joey. I don't care. Then college. Okay, college it is. I'll take both. Give me both. I'll have my cake and eat it too. You want to coach high school too? Done that. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. Never recruited. And that's on record now, so it can't be proven otherwise. So anyways, <clears throat> I know you've been trying to skate around this for a hot minute now. A hot minute you've been trying to skate around this. So 58 I need to be exact. 58 minutes to be exact. 57. 57 minutes you've been skating around this. I need a score from Bradford first for Florida State and Syracuse. I'm going to 24-10. 24-10. Oh, my God. Florida State? I'm kidding. I know. 10 points? I hope you're right. Um, the defense has been playing better, man. Okay. Um, 10 points, though. When's the last time they held anyone to 10? Uh, I'll probably go 31-20 Florida State. 31-20 Florida State. It could easily be a touchdown more both ways, but uh, after watching that shit show on offense last week, 31 is probably the max. I'm going to go 20-14 to 14 Florida State. 2014. Yikes. That's a, your eyes will bleed after that game. My, I mean, you might be right. My, what time is that game? Uh, 3.30. Should be nice weather. Cool. I'll be... Uh, yeah, it'll be on one of the TVs anyways. I'll come over. Will you really? Haven't been invited yet. Oh my It's gosh, an open invite. Thank you. It's an open invite. Dude, not, always, why don't you ever go to I don't, I've never I'll said that. I've never, I've never asked that. That's a lie. That's a, I've never asked that. All right, that. let's wrap it up, man. Okay, Brad, <laughs> this, is your, this, this is your turn, buddy. You're this up, man. You're... You've been waiting for this all night. Bye. Just kidding. I'm... <laughs> hey, you sound like the guy. Um, what's that show? Buddy the Elf? Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> that's well. how you that's sounded, cool, bro. I'm not mad about that. Uh, that's for me for Night Sitters. This has been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez. And we are from Porch City. Save.